Donny Benet with Love Online. Before it, you heard from Cherry Glazer with Juicy Socks. It's now time for... Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. (laughs) FBI Radio. Hello, 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 film lords, Jack and Andre. How are you going? It's our birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. And by that, of course, we mean the 18th episode of Movies, Movies, Movies here on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. That's right. We're rated R. Rated R, 18 segments in. I remember the first day like it was yesterday, Jack. January 15th. January 15th. How could I forget? Freaking out over the first app, being nervous about work, Thornton, and now we're here. So, we've got presents for you this week. Oh, you've brought presents for me. Okay, we've actually got your present at, like, backstage, but we've also got presents for anyone listening right now. That's to everyone out there. We got two... No, not even two, not three. We got four glorious passes to Golden Age Cinema. Totally up for grabs. To whatever you want. We want to give the best gift that anyone can get for a birthday, and that is free movie tickets uh, tied with... A sanity music voucher. We haven't got that, but next time maybe. Come and see a movie with us. Bring your friends. See it with whoever. Text in. Uh, Jack, how are we going to do this? How are we going to run this? Okay, so just text in either the first or your favourite R-rated movie. Mm, that's it. And there are four passes up for grabs. FBI supporters to the front. Text 0409-945-945 with your first R-rated movie. 18-plus movie. I don't remember what my first R-rating movie was because I don't think I understood what an R-rating was until later on in my life. I'm pretty sure mine was Chopper. And I'm pretty sure mine was Charlie's Angels. Was oh, that Bluebell. R? Yeah, no, it was Chopper. No, Charlie's Angels wasn't R. You're right, mine was Kill Bill. Was the shape around the R-rating the diamond? The diamond. Yes. There's something Which so, like, spiky about my head. That. Oh, really? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, is that on the back of your neck? No, it's in here. I'll show you later. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so texting your favourite R-rated movie or the first R-rated movie you ever saw to 0409-945-945. Let us know if you're an FBI Radio supporter and if not, we can sign you up on the spot for as little as 5 or $10 a month and you could be heading along to Golden Age Cinema Bar. Let's get into this. Movie news. What's going on in the world of movies, Jack and Andre? Well, first in R-rated news, Margot Robbie is going to star in problematic QT, Quentin Tarantino's new film as Sharon Tate, who Mm. is the infamously murdered wife of Roman Polanski from, like, by the Charles Manson murders in his new film, uh, once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh, that's, um, that's one hell of a title. Sharon Tate, who was in Fearless Vampire Killers, uh, Greta Gerwig, uh, was stalked at a movie theatre when she was seeing Amy Schumer's new film, I Feel Pretty. I wouldn't say stalked, but uh, famous podcaster Jay Hunt found that she was sitting behind her in the theatre and basically listened to everything that Greta Gerwig said in the theatre and tweeted it and live-tweeted the whole thing. So Greta's just there watching her movie with some friends, uh, making conversation, just chatting, chatting, chatting. And Through Jay, the film? Throughout the film. Film, yeah, and uh, Jay Hunt is just tweeting everything she's saying. Firstly, I love that Greta Gerwig talks in movies. Uh, I can really vibe with that. And secondly, I love that uh, people stalk film reviewers or film goers. It's my <laughs> and dream. And what was her reaction to this stalking? Look, unfortunately, it wasn't that great. Um, a lot of it was a lot of cussing and dissing of the film. But uh, I mean, all about seeing films with friends and tweeting about it. 
Ryan Murphy, who has made one film, Running With Scissors, but is famous from being the most prolific TV... Oh, what else? Excuse me, Ypres Love, girl. Oh, my God, Ypres Love. Okay, Ypres... Two major films. Um, but also the most prolific person in TV in history from Glee, American Horror Story, um, and, you know, American Crime Story, is donating all of their profits from the new trans-inclusive show Pose, which is about the voguing community in New York, to LGBT charities starting, I think there's 14 days, and all 14 days he's going to tweet out a new charity that he's going to donate to. That's right. I'm fairly sure the series airs in June. And finally, if everyone's tapped into the film world, Cannes Film Festival is going off at the moment amidst a lot of different kerfuffles and challenges. There was Netflix pulling all their films from the lineup because people considered that Netflix films weren't real films because they weren't played in cinemas. Okay, how do you feel about that? I mean, that's a whole episode of Movies, Movies, Movies in itself. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Terry Gilliam, famous director from Monty Python who had a film in the festival, had a stroke before his screening. After he spent like 500 years putting that film together. There were timetable changes. The films were mucked around, switched around. Lars von Trier's film is getting hot, 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 messy treatment. 82 women staged a march in protest of the lack of diversity on the Cannes lineup. So, needless to say, this is going to be a hot and Cannes crazy... is finally exciting again. It's finally exciting, I think. And, and, I, and I can't wait for the results of the awards to be announced. How long does Khan run for? It's like two weeks, I think. I think. Two weeks, yeah. So we could get updates. It's the director's fortnight. The big time. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to be back with two reviews right after this. People are texting in their favourite R-rated films oh. to win the double passes to the Golden Age Cinema Bar. Four passes. Individual. Take yourself. <laughs> Four individual passes. People are saying Pulp Fiction, Saturday Night Fever. Cute. Keep those texts coming in. 0409 945 945. Remember to send in your supporter number if you know it, or we can look you up. Just say, I'm a supporter. Now we're going to listen to Moon River by ASAP Ferg and L. Fenning. Excellent. When we come back, we'll have two reviews. Bring it. Teach you how to make a million, ayy Tiffany for the breakfast OJ with a plate for the necklace Moon River is T-squared ring Room full of gliss Boo, give me kiss in the pool full of Chris Canary on the finger, don't drool on my drip How you feeling? I'm feeling great Got L on the block, on the crate I tell them bring all my jewels to the PJ. Believe in love and your dreams will come easy. easy, easy, easy. My huckleberry friend. Revenant me. Two reviews. One review. And then and then another review. Two. Reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. You're on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. Listening to Movies, Movies, Movies. It's time for two reviews. Which film lord is going to go first? 
Semwa, I'll be going first today. I'm reviewing Midnight Oil 1984, which is currently screening nationally. Let's go for it. Midnight Oil 1984 covers the iconic year Midnight Oil blew up into the chart-dominating, politically charged musical act that it is today. The film is a band documentary and claims to be born from forgotten footage that filmmaker Ray Argel had left in a basement until recently. The grittiness of the 16mm stock mixed with the hues created by their live shows make this film both a hyperactive portrait of a band and a wonderfully colourful splattering of angles, cutting, camera whips, lurching, sliding, gliding. If the action isn't coming from the band performing, it's basically coming from the insane cinematography. Peter Garrett paved the way towards nuclear weaponization reform with the help of Midnight Oil, and his energy on stage and at rallies is shown in the film as hyperbolic and exhausting. He's a skinny, mechanical, and deranged dancer. Their increase in popularity and Peter Garrett's involvement in politics are the two benchmarks of Midnight Oil 1984, but the reality is this film is a beautifully shot kino-fist montage of live performing and crowd insanity for all fans of music. Jack, when Peter Garrett is backlit by a red light on stage, he kind of looks like Carrie <laughs> at the prom after she gets sludged by pig blood. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, totally. This is for this is just like raging high school movie. Yeah. It's really freaky how many high schoolers went and got really political in 1984. Yeah, wasn't it something like seven gigs at Horn Pavilion, 50,000 fans in a week <clears throat> seeing Midnight Oil? I didn't even know that The energy, big. the hormones, the anger. Mm. I, I loved it so much. I love the documentary. I thought it was well made and super exciting for someone who doesn't know much about Midnight Oil. Yeah, me too. I had known nothing and uh, left understanding the importance of them. And uh, I thought it was such an off week for movies and I was surprised by both of them. Andre, what would you give Midnight Oil 1984 in a word? In a word, ecstatic. Jack? Uh, drip drip. <laughs> drip drip. <laughs> Very nice. Jack, what are you going to be reviewing for two reviews today? I'm reviewing a Hungarian film called On Body and Soul. Um, which is the first feature in 18 years from this Hungarian... Um, Ooh, eight years uh-huh. No, 18. 18? 18 Sorry, years. I just shut my mouth. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, um, by um, Ildiko Inyeri. And uh, it's kind of like how to make a European art film that isn't nihilistic. It's this gentle and observant love story which has some of the most extreme images I've ever seen. The film opens in this dream where a stag and a doe roam a snowy forest looking out for each other. But we wind up in a Hungarian abattoir where daily life is full of sad cafeteria lunches, red uniforms, decapitated cows, pathetic male bravado, foul-mouthed old spinsters and awkward co-workers. And when the cattle are all drugged one night with a strong aphrodisiac and they, like, all go to town on each other, a psychologist is sent in to find out who did it and discovers that the quiet boss and the Laura Marling-esque quality assurance officer with emotional difficulties are having the same dream about being dear. What unravels is more Laura Marling, and it's kind of about how you find this one person that you can truly connect with, and then even that can be really hard, and it's weird, but not in a misanthropic weird wave kind of way. I don't know. This film couldn't be harder to sell. It couldn't be further from anything else that's out at the moment. It has some really graphic images of self-harm, porn, life in the abattoir. It's icy, kind of spare and European. But that's why you should see it. It'll make you feel. You should go on your own. You might fall asleep. You might cry. You might find it hilarious in all the wrong places. I honestly couldn't speak for anyone else with this film. Have a sick day. Go on your own and then go for a walk in the rain or get muddy or like have a hot shower, hug a tombstone. 
Anj, is this film not better than every European bro auteur's work recently? Okay, 100% yes. Jack, I feel like you're right, it's a love story, but I feel like you're downplaying the extremity. Oh, the tragedy. Like, it's... This is a film that Really has... takes you to the edge of, like, Romeo plus Juliet, like, starstruck lovers. Oh, like, Jack, we're talking uh, some crazy, crazy next-level Lars von Trier stuff here. This is a film like, that It's like has... Antichrist meets... Sorry. This probably has the most <laughs> insane footage I've ever seen in a film of violence romance uh, and uh, emotional breakdown that I've seen in a long time. Having said that, though, I agree with you, I think. This is a really powerful and strong-moving film. I just thought that the imagery was so intense and uh, in your face that I did feel a bit uncomfortable afterwards. Uh, There are some suicidal themes involved and also some violence, and the abattoir sequences are quite... uh, I mean, what's the word? Controversial? No, not controversial. Just yeah. I mean, no animals were hunt. Like, they just documented what was happening in a real abattoir. And when I would usually find these images really full-on and I wouldn't ever advocate for people to go see a film like this, it's also, like, how life is. And I think the director's really respectful and... I don't yeah. know, I just found like... A- no, I, I, I vibe that. I feel like it's the kind of thing where for something that's so intense and so vulgar, it's treated with such respect and beauty. And the direction is amazing. She's an incredible director. Yeah. Jack, what would you give on body and soul in a word? Oh my God, heartbreak. Andre? I'd probably just say intense, but please go see it though. It's a wonderful film. Um, when you said, were saying you didn't know if it was 8 or 18 years uh, since that direction made Google? anything, I'm sure no one uh, would be able to pull you up on it anyway, <laughs> so don't worry about that. The facts are important on movies, movies, movies. We have, although, had plenty of people text in regarding the film tickets that we're giving away for Thank your you. 18th birthday today. Uh, people are texting in their favourite R-rated films and should continue to do so on 0409-945-945. Uh, someone saying the first R-rated film I ever saw was at the movie's Short Bus. The comedy about Whoa, the woman who hot. couldn't achieve an orgasm. So much real sex and awkward ejaculation. So good. Oh, Such a good that movie. One. That was one of my first two. Fantastic. Shout out to Short Bus. Uh, send them in and remo- uh, tell us if you're a supporter. If not, we can sign you up on the spot so you can be going along to Golden Age Cinema to celebrate movies, movies, movies turning 18. Should we get straight into Sydney Spotlight? Oh. There it is. <laughs> Sydney Spotlight. Because I'm so excited about your yeah. news. <laughs> We're so ecstatic today. We're breaking all the rules. Um, so straight into Sydney Spotlight. And Sydney Spotlight this week is just us. About us, y'all. <laughs> Happy birthday, movies, movies, movies. We're pregnant with a podcast. It's called Cinema Girls. But at the moment, <laughs> it's called At The Movies, Movies, Movies. It started, I'll tell you the story. It started as At The Movies, 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 which is pretty similar, you might have noticed, um, to Movies, Movies, Movies. And we got in trouble. <laughs> and for the sake of diversity and just change it up a oh little bit. Oh my God, we wanted to be called Cinema Girls more anyway. Listen to the episodes that come out once a week. We try to aim to have them out every Monday. And we cover film topics in a long form. So it's basically Movies, 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 but epic scale. Yeah. It's going to be Jack and I with Lily, our, our friend Lily Bennett, produced by Maria Dimitriakis. Well, she's wickedly talented. And it's basically just an opportunity for us to just uh, totally indulge in the funny, quirky moments of film that we go through. So if you want to find it, go to iTunes and it's A T M M M 
80 triple M. That's right. And there's an episode that I that just went up live, I think, this morning, which is where we really break down and eulogise Cameron Diaz because she's announced her retirement from acting. Mm. So we really wanted to go oh. and look at her legacy and, yeah, reassess, like, what went mm. wrong, what went right. Exactly. We yeah. It's just an opportunity for us to just get really deep diving into film. But not just, you know, nerdy film culture. We'll also talk about all your favourite things, like Busy Phillips's upcoming TV show. That's just me. <laughs> But also everything else. But you're still going to stay here and do... Oh, my God. We're going to stay here and do even more. We're going to stay here and, like... Anyway, there's... My soul is connected to movies, movies, movies. Oh, thank you. And if people want to read over your reviews, they can do so on Instagram. That's at movies, underscore movies, underscore movies, underscore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it. Three underscores, three movies. Look it up on Insta. Read back over the two reviews that you heard here on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. And Andre, I just wanted to mention quickly, I saw you post on Facebook your picks for the Sydney Film Festival. Ooh. And I just wanted to let you know that I'll be using that as my exclusive guide for viewing. Oh, that's amazing. And as everyone should, everyone should be hitting up the Sydney Film Festival. Jack and I have both posted our recommendations. And should we Sorry, run through Jack. a couple? Oh, no, yeah. no. Oh, my God. Well, I was going to say, how long until we can start talking about SFF this year? We can talk about it right now. Straight because away. it's coming out in a couple of weeks and tickets are already selling out. Get yeah. your tickets to MIA Maya Matangi. Yep. Like, right this second. Okay, Let's- if you both have to pick one film, one absolute must. And I oh, know la, la. that's... Mine's I'm obviously the MIA documentary. I know. I'm going to tie with that, so I'm going to give myself a second chance. If you're not seeing MIA or if you are seeing MIA, you also just have to go see a three-hour documentary about the, <laughs> the New, New York, York Public, Public Library, Library. Ex Libris. By Frederick Wiseman, extremist documentary filmmaker. It's screening twice at Dendy Opera Keys. So if everyone feels a little bit fancy going to Dendy Opera Keys. It's three hours long. and But most importantly, though, MIA's documentary, oh, which amazing. is reinventing everything in movies. Thank you so much, Jack and Andre, for coming in for Movies, Movies, Movies today. I'm going to quickly run... F- through a few of these texts we're getting. Should we pick a, should we pick a winner on air or is, should we do it off air because we're getting some We've got to pick four. Let's just read through some. Let's okay, let's some. just okay. read through some. Uh, oh, a clockwork orange, someone says. They also text in, did I miss out on tickets? Just woke up, haha. <laughs> um, someone saying, love movies, 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 love Anna. Oh, that's all we need. <laughs> um, that's not an R-rated movie, Anna. But it can be, though, Jack. Let's get to work. Uh, the person who texts in a clockwork orange just wrote in again, it's the first R-rated film I saw and I was completely disturbed. Fair enough. Wow. Um, we also had Short Bus, which we mentioned before. Pulp Fiction was another one that came up twice. And Saturday Night Fever. Is that four? I think that might be four. That might be four. a perfect four. If Wouldn't even split. If you're all FBI Radio supporters then guess what? You are going to be going along to the Golden Age Cinema Bar. We don't have... We don't make any money uh, off advertising here or very much. So if you aren't an FBI Radio supporter, join our 1%. Yeah. Donate. You just go to fbiradio.com slash support and that's how you can win fantastic prizes like the ones you've heard We give them out every today. week. It's worth your while, And if honestly. you're not a supporter, you better have amazing taste in movies that blows our minds because uh, we need to make this worth our while. <laughs> <laughs> One more text here, Terminator. Oh, which one, though? They're also oh, different. They, they didn't specify. Wow. Oh, well. We'll have to... We'll, we'll imagine <laughs> that it's the second one. Okay, Jack and Andre, thank you so much for coming in today for Movies, Movies, Movies. We have a cake for you, Bridie. <laughs> and a candle. Yeah, really? Yeah, we course. got your popcorn cake. All right, well... <laughs> Bridie's signing off early Put today, sorry, song. guys. Okay, let's, let's go smash some of that. This is Cup <laughs> of Destiny by Emil and the Sniffers.
This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts. 